night, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. You're back with Davey and... Tara, you are listening to Queer Cat Club. <laughs> so... We've been, I know we've been away for a while. Yeah, a little while. Um, only, you know, only a couple of hours, though. I'm sure you guys, like, you know, didn't even know. Um, yeah, we're a bit... We've, we've been busy. It's the holidays. Give us a fucking break. Yes, we're very busy. Oh, busy. We're very in demand. Yeah, very high. Yeah, you know, many, many press conferences. I've just been watching... Pretty much making a murder with Buffy, but anyway. Yeah. Um, we. We. <laughs> we okay. We're actually ah. we're dedicating this pro design quite specific. Yes. So we're going to be um, mainly using this as a bit of a platform to discuss Caitlyn Jenner and the phenomenon of Caitlyn Jenner in our modern day society. Because you know, when you think about 2015, whether we want to or not, it was very much the year of Caitlyn Jenner, and on a better note, trans visibility. Yeah, I think it definitely was a, a, a big step in trans visibility. And I guess what we really want to discuss today is what impact has Caitlyn Jenner had on that trans visibility and whether it's been more positive or negative. Or... And to put it in super simplified terms, we're calling the episode Caitlyn Jenner Good, Good or, or Bad. bad. <laughs> um, that sounds very strange. I'm kind of referencing this episode of Community where Arbed like takes a class about Nicolas Cage, good or bad. <laughs> oh, oh, that's she's Buffy. Here. <laughs> hey, Buff. She didn't want to know. Buffy's yep. brought a toy. What do you think of Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, see, see, she said, she's got she said it all. Yes. Um, well, I think we should just wrap it up here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's just like... Caitlyn Jenner goes back and all year it's gone mm. back and forth. Like back obviously forth. it started very positive and then it seems yep. to have ended quite negative. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, so shall we take it from the top and just like from the very beginning? Yeah, we're going to start chronologically. So yes. obviously it's beginning with her coming out. Yes, coming out as trans and, um, you know, it was prior to this rumoured and it's interesting how the sort of landscape of, you know, portrayal of trans people has 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 changed quite a lot even you know since her coming out you know we think about before her coming out how um that people make people was it people magazine i think it was um you know published and we discussed it about yeah. how they, they made this photoshopped image of my life as a woman and this big controversy and then sort of moving through her coming out it's like that's sort of a bit redundant now that, isn't it and that is very offensive i reckon in today's like, I don't think you can get... In perspective, a, yeah. Yeah, they couldn't get away with that, which is quite crazy. A year's passed, and I don't think you could do that anymore. Just that's how much it's changed this year, I feel. Just in terms of the media, obviously. Yeah. We're not going to say that it's changed the world and how, like, certain prejudiced no. people act and think about trans people. But I think it has definitely kind of altered how the media can betray that type of thing. Yeah, and what they can sort of perceive as getting away. And, you know, I think this is not solely because of Caitlyn Jenner, obviously. There's been a lot of amazing trans figures over the last, um, you know, year or more. Um, for example, Lavan Cox and, and et cetera. Um, but I think moving beyond that, I think Caitlyn Jenner did a, a, a massive thing in humanising trans people and not making them the butt of the joke. And I think the thing with Caitlyn Jenner is whether we like to say it or not, her, well, we can't, we can't underestimate the power of the Kardashian and Jenner brand. Like, while it, definitely being trans happens to a lot of people and people in the, in the eye of the media, this is a Kardashian Jenner person. And for them to be the pretty much the most written about the last year or two years or three years, I mean, they're huge. Mm. I mean, whether they should be or not. 
and to this to happen to a Kardashian slash Jenner is massive, and that's yeah. kind of why it's been such a big deal. That's why we're talking about it. We could clearly do an episode about Laverne Cox. Oh, although easily. Although not that we'd be finding all these negative things with her. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily call that good or bad. Um, but, and we're definitely yeah. not saying she would be equally, if not more, so deserving of an episode. But we're just talking about kind of Caitlyn Jenner, the cultural phenomenon. Yeah, sort of like I mean, like. It is, whether we like it or not, and whether it's been positive or negative, Caitlyn Jenner has had an impact on popular culture and popular society and, and the way people discuss trans people as well. Yeah. So, I guess okay. moving forward... So, um, okay, so coming out as trans, it kind of, yeah, as, as you said, it, it was quite slow and at first it seemed like a rumour and it wasn't true and then it was, I think it was her mum that was the first to confirm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think anyone was supposed to be talking to the media and then the mum said... Um, I was happy for her journey or something, and then it was kind of confirmed. Um, yeah. I don't know if she said her, she might have said him, because I know the mum's a little bit funny with pronouns. Obviously, it's her son, so we can't... I don't like to be like, you say you say data, because it's her son, she can say whatever she likes. Well, if that's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, different. I think it's up to um, the individuals as well, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I mean, you know. Um, so, so, coming out, very brave, obviously. Yes, and then one of the most talked about um, interviews of the earlier in that, uh, in, of 2015 was the interview with Diane Sawyer. The interview was, you know, it could have been really awful. It could have, oh, it could have they been could speculative, have talked yeah. way more about surgeries and everything. And instead they kind of just talked about, like, Caitlin's journey from, you know, younger, being an athlete, being Bruce. And then just the struggles, you know, she's gone mm. through. It was a pretty important interview. And I think a lot of trans activists um, sort of did definitely mention how important that was in sort of making Caitlin Bruce at the time um, more human, you know, and not just going, ew, so what, have you had this? Have you had that done? Like, what's wrong with you? It was very much a person talking and they were, it was two people talking about this, you know. It, was, it did a massive thing, I think, for making people, um, you know, really realise that trans people are people as well. Yeah, and I mean, the interview was viewed by 17 million people. It's massive. Like, it's unparalleled exposure for, like, a trans person mm. on television. Mm. Like, we can't underestimate that. It's It was insane. Um, and everyone was talking about it. Yeah. It would have started conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... It was, it was, yeah, it, was, it made worldwide news. It was massive. I, I think as well um, with that, obviously, I think because at the time, Caitlyn Jenner still wanted to be referred to as Bruce and everything and wasn't sort of, you know, said, you know, when the time was right, um, I'll, I'll, you know, sort of tell you about more. Well, yeah, I suppose she wasn't Kate at that point. We, no, we she didn't, wasn't Kate at that know. point. No. Yet. And then sort of, it's funny because within that period, then all of a sudden the Vanity Affair cover came out and all of a sudden everyone was shocked. I, I saw it. And I, I, every, it was an overwhelmingly positive reaction, I thought, on mm. social media of people going, oh my God, she looks amazing. So this is the I Am Kate cover Call, yeah, 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 on the, Vanity Fair. Yeah, on yeah. Vanity Fair. Um, I suppose the only thing, um, now this is probably not really her fault, um, but in, in the way it sort of came out, I guess this is one thing that we didn't actually list, but... Then one of the, the bad things about that was the whole idea of the instant transition and the whole idea that, you know, trans people don't just flip a switch and all of a sudden decide that, that, that you know, bam, all of a sudden I'm a woman, you know, it's like, and I think that the way that the media sort of perceived this transition was quite immediate. It was like introducing Kate. Bam, like, like a magic Kate. trick. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, and also puts into the whole white privilege thing that, you know, yeah. she could do that. She could she afford has to get hairdressers. Well, she, she did it with... Yeah, stylists. You know, I think she was photographed by Annie... Leibowitz. Uh, Leibowitz. Yeah. yeah, so all yeah. these very privileged things that yeah. most trans people don't have access to. No, I mean, even when we talk about the basic, um, you know, you know, aspects of transitioning from M to F... Um, it, you know, about facial feminization surgery, about hormone replacement therapy, all these kind of things that she had access to because she had the resources to get that as well. And it's almost like she was accepted because she looked so feminine. Yes, because she, she passed. Would, yeah, she yes. fitted right into that. Everyone thought, well, she, everyone would say, oh, she looks like a supermodel. Yep. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But, you but know, if, if she didn't, would that reaction have been different? Yeah. You know? And I think that's the struggle that a lot of trans people in reality, you know, in everyday face is because they can't afford to do these things immediately. You know, I have trans friends, um, you know, on, you know, online and, and wherever that, you know, they, they're still struggling just for the most basic, you know, privileges of hormone therapy and things like that. Like you can't, you know, it's, it's not a magic trick. You can't just immediately get all these things at once. Mm. Then there was some more positive coverage. Um, I know she was awarded the Arthur Ashe Courage Award at the ESPYs. So um, mm. that was kind of a sports-related award. Yes. Um, and, you know, she took the time in her speech to talk about, you know, trans suicide figures, trans discrimination and, pre and prejudice. So, you know, these were all... I think they were, these were all received very positively. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, especially in the platform that it was on, you know, especially in front of a very... You know, it, it was, you know, a very sport orientated sort of a, an environment. Yeah, it was a very interesting thing to sort of, you know, connect and then bring together. So, you know, I think, that, I think that was overwhelmingly positive. So then from there, um, I Am Kate was the sort of docu-series that came out. Yeah, on E! Which again, I thought was really good. Yeah, I think, I mean, when you think about that, the, when she first opened the first episode was she was so concerned about her responsibility to the trans community and everything. Yeah. And so I think a, a lot of the series focused not just on her, but mainly on the, the, you know, trans people around her and trans people who, you know, she, she reached out to and trying to connect other people's stories. Yeah, she looked. She she could have easily just made it all about herself, yeah. all about her transition, and she could have made it quite superficial. It could have been, you know, in line with like the Kardashians or. No, anything I mean, like we that. do see a little bit of that with like choosing outfits and getting Kim's help and all that, but that's fine. I mean, it's still it's an e program, like, and yeah. you know that is something that people have to deal with. Mm. I mean, they're not. Well, lucky. they are the Kardashians. They're not so. lucky enough to have. I mean, they're not usually lucky enough to have that like access, but yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I know they're about to have season two come out, so yeah, that's, I, I, think that's I thought it was a kind of a one-off se so series. Yeah, it's an encouraging sign. Yes. That more, but um, some criticism that has come with I and Kate, which is probably not, not really Caitlin's fault, but it kind of took away from the attention of I and Jazz. Yeah, I, I think that was just sort of like a poor... Um... Poor timing, I think, because I Am Jazz was a, another docu-series that came Which out. Which was very, made completely separate to I Am Kate. It was on a different TV station. It was yeah. on TLC. Did it come out before I Am Kate? I don't know. I, I feel like it, it just, it, it would have been in the makings probably way before yeah. I Am Kate. But who knows? But still, it just, yeah, that probably on its own away from I Am Kate would have got a lot more attention. Mm. And, you know, it's, the, the person obviously is a lot younger. It's a very different journey, which would have, been something that a lot of viewers would have wanted to see so whether I am Kate took away attention it's neither here or there but yeah that was probably something negative that maybe came from it because I am Jazz was a great show and mm. I don't not it wouldn't have been rating the freaking millions of people that watch I am Kate you know I suppose yeah I mean and that just could just come down to poor timing and poor luck and things like that as well um 
if we move forward now to um, like something else that happened, um, so, touching yeah, on, we're just kind of going through the year and what's happened. Just sort of the elements that you know Caitlyn Jenner was involved in. So Halloween costume. Yeah. So this was this is around October. That, yeah. Just if you're not familiar, so this we talk, we've talked about it on our show before, but yeah, there's um, Caitlyn Jenner Halloween costume was up for sale, and it was like there's picture advertising out on a very masculine looking man. It was yes. taken as quite offensive. Oh, it was because and it was, yeah, it was implied. It's not just offensive to the trans community. I found it quite offensive. It's, it's it was ridiculous. I mean, they, they didn't put it on, you know, like a, a female model or anything like that. They emphasized that the man wearing the dress or wearing the, the, the Caitlyn Jenner costume was hairy and masculine and had strong jawline. So it was it really played on that idea of, ha, 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 you know, Caitlyn and, Jenner's a man in a dress. And it's in the context of Halloween, which yes. is scary, weird, different. Yeah. Not the norm. Yeah, so with the costume, I think in some interview, Caitlin was asked what she thinks of it. And her response was, um, I don't think it's offensive at all. I know the community does, referring to the trans community, and the company has gotten what the and they've gotten a lot of criticism for doing it, referring to who made it. But he, then she said, I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, um, so... That was not received particularly well. Oh, it was just like, I mean, I guess the way she was trying to sort of come across with that was, you know, um, what I'm not offended by doesn't hurt me kind of, you know, sort of like, you know, their words don't have power if I don't give them power kind of thing. I think, I reckon she was just wanting to have, like, not always be put in such a serious context and yeah. thinks I can have a laugh. That's what I think she was doing with that, which is... I suppose it's fine, but come on, you've got to like be you, aware. You've got of, to be, yeah, appreciate people who are offended by that. Yeah, and don't like it was not that that costume was not done with like it was nothing. Mm. Po they, they weren't doing it with love. They weren't doing like oh we're so proud of Caitlyn. It was like this is this is a monster. Yeah, you know, like, this is funny. Let's laugh at this. Yeah, that's the context it was in. And it's just it's so sad because so trans not, people have to deal with that. I you think know? she definitely could have put it differently. And yeah. this was kind of the first point with the trans community maybe started to turn against Caitlyn. Yeah, I would say so because anything up to now was more incidental and was more... You know, there's oh, always the white know. privilege argument which can always yeah. be thrown around. and the financial privilege and, you know... Yeah, this is her actually saying something that was at odds with a lot of the trans community. Yeah, definitely. I can see what you're saying, yeah, because this was actually something where she actually actively said something that was controversial to the trans community, not just to people in general. So, yeah. yeah, it was definitely, I reckon that's true. I mean, I see her, I see why she was, you know, she might like to have a laugh, but you've got to be, I don't know, a bit more aware of... Just be a know, bit more sensitive. It's almost like she wants to be part of the, you know, the straight community that she can like, mm. distance herself from the trans community in a way. Mm. That's the wording that she did. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Another thing that happened a little bit later, which was that... Um, you know, when Caitlyn Jenner went on the Ellen DeGeneres show and was talking about gay marriage. And while you're talking about the idea of, you know, keeping, you know, sort of a distance from like the trans or the, keeping a distance from the gay community, I think that whole idea of her having that, you know, because she on the Ellen show said, oh, you know, I don't like, you know, like, yeah. I'm not really pro gay marriage or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, if she... they really want it, they can have it. Yeah, it was shocked a lot of people. It did. <laughs> it was like, what? Yeah. Um, you're not for gay marriage um yeah it was strange it was again we're like she is new to this wow like she mm, i think yeah. we just assume, we just kind of assume. assume certain you know qualities she will have because yeah. she's you know a proud 
trans person now, but yeah. I suppose we shouldn't assume anything. She, I don't know whether that yeah, was... Yeah, she said she was a Republican and mm. yeah, she is not... Well, she, she, yeah, she said what you said, like, if they really want it, they can have it. Yeah. I know since then she kind of... Recanted. Yeah, which she seems to do a lot. Because yeah. when she gets bad feedback, she'll then say, sorry, I'm new to this. Yeah. Which is true. But still, like, that opinion is not something that you need to be new about. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know, was that sort of a move to try to distance herself from the... Like the G in LGBT, you know, like was yeah. she sort of trying to say like I'm not gay, you know, like that whole kind of thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. There were so many sort of paradoxes with that because she is still technically she's a lesbian. Yeah, and it's like if you want to get married, what do you want to do? I don't know. Yeah, she, and, and then, then she was like, was oh quick... well, I've already had kids, I've already had marriage. Well, and who they gives were a like, fuck? Good for you. Yeah, that's it, it was that's very selfish. strange. Maybe maybe she was put on the spot. It was just it came across maybe. super selfish and yeah. super just like what. I mean, it's, I don't even think it's an, it's, it's offensive for anyone to be against gay marriage. And then if it comes from someone that's within that community, you know, beauty, it's just insanely, it seems hypocritical. It does seem hypocritical. Like, why are you not pro-equality? You, you are striving for equality yourself now. Like, fuck. But again, it's just like, we put, we expect something from her. Yes. And she doesn't fulfill it. It makes us upset. But is that our fault or her fault? Very good point. Yeah. Very <laughs> good point. Yeah. True. Okay, and then I think this is probably the most controversial thing she said, and I think this is where she definitely started to not have many supporters from the trans community. Okay, so she said in oh. a Time interview, referring to whether... Do, do you want me to, uh, yeah, want you, me to you read the quote read. in her voice? Um, oh, yeah, do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. If you're out there, and to be honest with you, if you look like a man in a dress... It makes people uncomfortable. It's <laughs> good. A little Sean Connery. <laughs> a little but, Sean um, Connery. Yeah. So this was said and straight away <sighs> people are like, excuse me. Oh my God. So you're telling people they need to pass. That's oh. effectively what she's saying. Oh, it just hurt my head when I saw that. I just, I literally facepalmed myself multiple times because as I, me, I'm a genderqueer individual and I, I know I follow a lot of genderqueer individuals, very popular genderqueer individuals on, on the internet as well. And they all like turned because they were like, how dare you? try to like invalidate our gender identities because we mm. don't pass who cares if we don't make someone uncomfortable that's not my issue She's like, like it's almost so... making like a hierarchy of trans people yeah like some people with... are more authentic than others yeah. um, oh, definitely she lost a lot of fans yeah like that was that was that, that was bad people have argued that her what she said was taken out of context okay. that she was major mainly talking about herself she wasn't talking about the trans community at large. Yes. And but, she did, she did apologize. Didn't and she? again, yeah, she then apologized on her website because people were very upset by what she said, you know, because she is such a, an influential person mm. and she's saying this and there's, you know, young gender queer individuals that don't want to pass. They just want to be themselves. And they're reading this thinking, Oh, do I need to pass? Is this what Caitlin's telling me? Oh, that's it puts, yeah. it puts an unsurmountable amount of pressure on trans people, um, especially young trans people who may look up to Caitlin Jenner because the, in the reality passing, and this is my personal opinion, but passing comes down to an issue of safety uh, and acceptance. I don't, I don't see that as something that's absolutely necessary. And I, I think a lot of trans people would agree with that notion that tra like passing is not essential to being a trans person. Yeah. They're, they're only trying to pass because that's what society has forced them to do in some context. Yeah. 
which I can understand. Like, I, I mean, obviously people who are, you know, transitioning and, and may not pass and they, they desire to pass may feel very anxious and feel very stressed in being even just in public situations where they're worried about people, you know, misgendering them and things like that. that that's very stressful. And then it goes back to white privilege because she's talking about passing and how she thinks it's easier and let, makes people less uncomfortable if you're passing. But of course you can pass. You've had hormones most of your life. You've mm -hmm. had surgery. You have hairdressers. You have stylists. The best of the best. Yeah. I mean, some people can't afford... They simply no, can't afford to like pass. Just like we were saying before. But it, it, yeah, it's, it's an, it's an extra. I wish we actually had a figure. We should work that out for our next podcast. Like, It's an extraordinarily large amount of money to, to successfully transition as a trans person. It's a lot of money. Moving, okay, moving on to something else she said. A lot of criticism at the moment, but we'll, we'll try and see it from her side. Okay, so then yes. she, she was announced as women, of, she got the Women of the Year Award. And then just in a just an interview, I think with BuzzFeed, she said something which was not received very well. Oh, was it at BuzzFeed? I wasn't yeah. sure whether it was it actually was, live. It was on the red carpet. I think she yeah. was just oh. and she just a little flippant comment that mm -hmm. I think she was just doing Trying it for lols. Yeah. She said, um, "The hardest <laughs> part of being a woman is figuring out." Oh, you should, you should be reading this. Shall I? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the hardest part about being a woman is figuring out what to wear. <laughs> yeah. Like so that people. Women in general just weren't <laughs> happy with that comment, and then of course Rose McGowan went a bit ranty with it, which was again I don't know. She was a bit, I think she was a bit harsh. Mm. She's just like it's kind of like okay, I'm a feminist and you're a feminist, yeah. but we're like saying trans women have to be feminists. Obviously, it'd be a better word if everyone was feminist. Well, ideally, but, people should be. Yeah, but like, to be like you're a woman now. You better like back us up. Like, just be like, okay, yeah. she's learning. Yeah. Like, yeah. She... I think it was a very volatile response to a flippant um, sort of, you know, conversation piece. But at the same time, if we compare that back to like the Halloween costume thing, it's the same context. She was being flippant and she was like, oh, I think it's great and blah, blah, blah. But like, people are going to be offended by those kind of things, you know? Yeah. I so mean, it's hard. hard. Oh, it's a very obviously it's very easy to argue. What do you mean what to wear? Women, you know, suffer oppression, inequality, mm. like in so many levels. Yes. But she's new. She's new. And I think we've got to <laughs> think about that. Like she's recanted and apologized a lot of times, yes, but she's taken a lot of criticism in yeah. this one year. And again, I'm saying the statement about what to wear, she then apologized again. She I know she was on the front page of the advocate and she said something that was interesting. She yeah. said, I'm the only I am only a spokesperson for my own journey. After that, I know nothing. I'm learning. Am, am I, I learning, learning a lot? Absolutely. I'm just trying to do my best. That's all. Yeah. So it's hard. I know she keeps making mistakes and she probably will keep making mistakes, but she's a person. She's not. Mm. We put her on this pedestal yeah. as this trans icon. Yeah. it's Maybe it's, we shouldn't be doing that. Well, I, I think that's something that, you know, like, like we said at the start of this podcast, you know, it, it, like we perceive this as something that's so amazing and so, you know, revolutionary for the trans community. But maybe by in saying that, we are putting too much pressure on, on Caitlyn Jenner, who is, like we said, still new to the game, still new to this whole she's, idea. Yeah, I mean, she's new to being 
a woman even if she's felt like a woman her whole life mm. it's hard to deal like to know how like the struggle of women mm. the inequality suffered and the perception of being a woman in society as well where she's like this is recent for her so much not so much the internal expression of being a woman but the external perception of her being a woman you know yeah. what i mean and, and that how the society and everything she says is taken as gospel like it's even a flippant remark is like the headline you mm. know it's very it would be very hard for her yeah um I yeah. mean, again, on the other side of that, because mm -hmm. she, she's so privileged, she has access to so much information and knowledge. So yes, should she should be more learned before she gets into this? And kind I'm of sure thing. she she's learning. Yeah. So and she said that. Okay, so Caitlyn Jenner, good or bad? Okay, so shall we vote? So shall, <laughs> shall we, for the moment, at her current trajectory, I'm going to say mine and you'll say yours. Okay. I feel like we're not going to have differing <laughs> opinions, but we'll try anyway. Um, okay, well, for me, looking at all these things that have happened throughout her journey so far, I am going to say overall good. I th and the reason being is, yes, while she said some silly things, and yep, there's definitely some, been some face palm moments over this year, I feel like things can only, hopefully only improve for her as she learns. Yeah. Your um, thoughts? No, she's bad. Bad. She's just horrible. Yeah. Like, she's Should we kill her? Yeah. <laughs> no. I, okay. I will say good. Because yeah. it keeps going back to trans visibility. Yes. Like you can argue all you want against her and the silly things she says sometimes, which usually she apologizes for. But the visibility she's given to mm. trans people is so huge that yes. all we can hope for is it paves a path for more trans yes. people to become, you know, like more outgoing, uh, more outgoing, <laughs> more out, more visible. Is yeah, what I'm I mean, what we hope from this is let's stop putting all the pressure on Caitlyn Jenner. We want to hear more stories. We yes. want to meet more people. Yes. Like that's what I hope might come of it. Yeah. And therefore, how could we say Caitlyn Jenner's bad? She Absolutely. she's just one person. In the early days of what was hopefully is an improving world, transition. yeah, improving yeah. <laughs> more inclusive world for trans people, which I think 2015 was a landmark year for this. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, I mean, we we've said this so many times just in casual discussion about, you know, you give it um, ten years ago. Ten years ago, trans people were even perceived so differently. Even five, five. years ago. Yep. Just, we were watching a show the other day. I won't say what it was. But, yeah, the butt of the joke. It was a comedy. The butt of the oh, joke yeah, was yeah. that... The, ha, ha, ha. the girl a guy was dating was a man. Yeah, it was the situation was it was a, it was a comedy show. <laughs> they just kept saying a man, a man, a man. Yeah, and this guy was dating a girl, um, and then she has had a secret, and so she came out and she said she used to be a man, and all of a sudden, like, it, it got really like and offensive. It, and because she was a man, he thought he could still hit her. It got so oh. disgusting. And this show was from 2010. 2010. You know, and so it's, just it's, think about how much we've kind of progressed. Progressed, and I think. Caitlyn Jenner has, whether we like it or not, had a, a part in that role to yeah. play in, our, in trans I mean, even like the Ricky Gervais speech, he didn't actually, he definitely, sh he, he talked about Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Some people thought it was offensive, some people didn't, but even mentioning Caitlyn Jenner, everyone's like, no, do not, how yeah. dare you. The reaction. Like, where... which, which is quite crazy because yeah. he also spoke about Transparent yeah. and I found what he said about Transparent way more offensive. I agree. I was yeah, waiting for Caitlyn the Caitlyn Jenner got yeah. all the attention. That's yeah. just, that's what happens with her name now. Yeah. So... I think it's fascinating. I think it's, uh, I, I mean, you think about it, think, take Ricky Gervais's quote and Ricky Gervais's like, you know, whole skit uh, about, you know, Caitlyn Jenner and, and Transparent. Take it back five years. 
the reaction in the audience would have been so insanely different. I would have just thought it was hilarious and we would have ha, ha, no ha, controversy for it. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I mean, that's what's changed. And I think yeah. it's, it's Overall, good. she's a force for good, even though she's done some stupid shit. Yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay. okay. We're just going to end with something a little bit different. Um, we want to, like... Just make a, a, a mark. <laughs> we've, um, we've... We've just heard the news. This is in the last few days. Hopefully, this podcast will go up soon. Yes. Um, that David Bowie has passed away. Yes. This is horrible and devastating. Yes. And definitely, it will be hitting a lot of LGBTIQA people. Yes. And everyone, it's, it, it affects everyone. Yes. Because of what Bowie, an icon he was. Bowie was, I mean, you, you think about how Bowie has affected every genre of music in a way um, and ha has had, it had an impact. I mean, like, pop music today would not be pop music without David Bowie. Yeah. No Lady Gaga, no, no nothing. And apart from music, it's just he was different. Yes. What, the way he would dress, even though for us looking at it now, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. In that day and age, mm -hmm. that was n no, not done. So, so controversial. Yeah. To, to be gender ambiguous and yeah. to wear, you know, lipstick and heels and, you know, all this kind of stuff to be, it was, it, you know, it would have been downright criminal. So we thought we'll just end the podcast a little bit differently today. Just, you know, just a bit of a nod to David Bowie and mm. everything he did and the inspiration and... Yeah, and like the, you know, the legacy and the influence that David Bowie had, um, you know, throughout everyone's lives. Yep, so, see ya. Thank you, Ziggy, Stardust, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Enjoy, and yes, we'll see you in the future. Okay, bye. Bye. she walked through her sunken dream To the seats with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen but the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools And say 